have been about two million asylum applications worldwide in the UK, which was protected by Hello, you are listening to Wealthy Women, a show about immigrant women and their stories. I am Anna Torre. And I'm Cecilia Gragnani. Welcome. In this episode, Anna and I chat to Yuka, a Japanese lady who's been living in the UK for many years. Enjoy. Um, Yuka is a Japanese yes. lady living in the UK. Yes. Uh, we met in Edinburgh yes. in no. August 2018, yes. last summer. Yes. We bonded and we started <laughs> you know, getting in touch and yep. talking about other things. And so I asked you if I could interview for yep. the podcast. Yep. And uh, I'm really glad that you accepted. Thank you very so, much. So, um, Yuka, <laughs> just for our listeners, tell me where you're from yes. and how long you've lived in the UK. Uh, so I'm from... I'm originally Kyoto in Japan and then I'm living in this country for 21 years now. Yes, I, yes. I'm starting from Birmingham and moving to Nottingham and now it's living Grantham and <laughs> Kingsling. So it's north, yes, northeast moving on. Yes. How long have you lived in each place? Uh, Birmingham is just one year and then uh, between Birmingham and Nottingham is actually I've been in the Coventry for two years and then moving to Nottingham so all the East Midland and West Midland Midland area and How was so, it? How was the experience in the different it's, places? It's because first I went to Birmingham for as a, my volunteer job so that's my first opportunity to stay in this country I wanted to be a, some, something those the carer so I wanted to learn English and life. So there is an option for you can stay in England to do those kind of volunteer work. So that I came for for first year. And then my support, I supposed to be going home after year. But I, unfortunately or fortunately, I met my husband. So, so I dragged in to stay in this country. I, I never imagined living this long then after that, I just settled down in Coventry because my husband from Coventry, so Coventry, and then we married, and it's Nottingham, and then so, so Coventry two years, Nottingham for oh gosh, 20, uh, so about eighteen, seventeen years. It's not, I don't know, that. So when yeah. you first arrived, you didn't imagine you would no, move and here. the Birmingham was that I was very much is excluded the posh area so it's I, I feel like I'm a slave because I am the, the non-paid volunteer for the lady who uh, the solicitor but she had a car accident and so she paralyzed so I have to care her living with her and 48 hours shift so it it was a very very tough job and at that time I couldn't speak English like that now so every time I couldn't understand, she's not happy to ne- t- explain she, the detail. Yeah. So she always said, never mind, never mind. And then we, I'm living with another that, that, that volunteer who are Danish, and Danish speak better English. So they, she always said, never mind, call Danish girl. So she called Danish girl, then asked them that, that her demand, and Danish girl coming to me to explain the detail. 
<laughs> so, so, you, so I felt like, oh, that, that, like, a, like, a, like a servant or maid or like second class, I felt. So I am very, very unhappy about that hard treatment. So I have a, and a chart in the kitchen. She never come to the kitchen. So I have a chart in the kitchen, have a never mind chart. And I take in the never mind chart. I'm just going to choose the hundreds for the never mind. That's my aim, that kind of like a revenge. So yes. how many never mind <laughs> do you have? A... I had about, about, I couldn't get a hundred, but it's about 50 something like that. Wow. So you never communicated with this uh, lady? Eventually, because, because she was kind of like a, like very much sorry that she very high hierarchy person and then she treating as a Japanese girl is an easy task because we more obedience than the European girls and that we don't speak language that well so we don't argue back but because of my nature I, I just can't stand this I try to make my aim is when I leave she feels sad so I devoted her up and I like, like that. So I thought, she going to miss me? She going to miss me? That kind of way. And that, it worked. So after that, I can, I can, because now I can speak English better than that time. So I can, like a friend, that sort, sort of friend. But it's, I yes, see. yes. So and did, did that experience make you feel like you wanted to leave any time? It's it's kind of like if I leave now, like I, no, I lost something. So I feel like I want to make myself proud to be there as a expat or something. Somebody who come from Japan. It's not just for the language learner or those exchange students. So because I've been to exchange student or that kind of experience before when I was at university. So I want to beyond that so I determined to stay so I wanted to so but fortunately I met my husband so I came he was not husband was first first my I met him and then he was working in a college so I just tried to make some opportunity to stay there so I went to the college and then I negotiated with them so to making those cultural exchange program so I I, I talked to them saying if I can connect with the Japanese school or university can you employ me they said yes so I went back to Japan and they negotiated with my school the ex-university and then they agreed so that's the how I get back to England I as see. a key worker so I stay for the so three years I work as a key worker at the college for the exchange like a manager type of job I did then we married. So, so that thing is another thing is I don't want to get hold on by my him by him to stay, get the status for the, this country. I want to get my own visa to work yeah. and as a the foreigner and then yeah, so establish be, yeah. myself. So yes. be here independently yes, and yeah. also with him. Yeah. But yeah. So what is your status now? Now is a residential permanent resident. Yes, so that the thing is, I thought about to get my British passport in eventually, but because Japanese law not allowed to have a dual nationality. Okay. And then, if you are mar- if you born as a dual nationality, you can select and twenty one when you are twenty one years old. But a lot of people just having hard holding on to true nationality, and the government doesn't bother to chase after that. But I see. So that's, I thought, maybe I can get another passport. 
But I found out more I research I done. Japanese government actually find out if somebody done that, then find out they're going to prosecute. I see. So, so you would have to give up one or the one other. One the other, yes. So I am not still holding just Japanese passport with. We are now joined by Anna, who is the co-host of the podcast. Hello, Anna. Hello, everyone. Um, so we were chatting with Yuka about mm-hmm. her first years in the UK from Japan, mm-hmm. her status. Um, she's been here for a very long time. I don't think she wants to apply for a British passport. It's, it's that the thing, a tricky thing, because I thought I wanted to have a venture. So deliberately, my name in this country is using my husband's surname. And in Japan, I'm still using my old surname. So if I apply, but nobody can trace, that's my tactic. But, <laughs> but I'm not tried yet. And the people said that it could be that prosecuted if something they find out. And then you have to choose, forced to choose. Normally, if you deliberately to take British nationality, then they say you drop Japanese. So more like a choice is just because you, de- you are adult now, you intend to that British nationality, so you have to drop Japanese ones. So if you were to get the British passport, would your life in Japan or a potential future in Japan be more complicated? Yes, so every time I have to apply visa if I want to stay longer. So like three months is free for the Jap- any tourist from England is stay. But, and also like my pension in Japan, I, have, I don't know what happened those things, how, how they're going to, I can track again or not, I'm not sure. So I, I'm not sure how to <laughs> digging all those kind of complex and things. So. Yes, and my mum will be very upset about it. Yes, if she I said, can imagine. Yes, my, my daughter is not Japanese anymore. That is a, yeah. Yes, she keep on saying that. I'm lucky because in Italy you can have the dual yeah, nationality, yeah. but when I told my mum I was doing the citizenship, she was upset. Mm, mm. I think there is an element of loss. Yes, you know, it's yes. as if half of your identity yes, yes. goes somewhere yes. else. Because every time I go back to Japan, that oh, you are Japanese. You are not behaving as a Japanese. Just, oh, that, that, that way of sitting down is not ladyish. So, you, oh, oh that, kind of, that kind of upsetting is coming on quite a lot. So I, like, I have to adjust on the airplane, come back to home and say, I am Japanese, I am Japanese. <laughs> Remind myself and I shouldn't be to the hug. Don't, don't hug anybody or don't kiss anybody. No, 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 no. Just, just nod. <laughs> wow. Wow. But how do you feel about? I know your mum uh, would yeah. be upset if you had to give up your Japanese nationality. But how would you feel? Mm, I don't know because it's still like like now I'm I'm a mid forty. Oh gosh! And then say so thinking about like old age and uh, when I was really old, where I wanted to be for like like. A, what kind of humor you want to do? That kind of thing is like a creeping to say, mm, when I was old, I prefer Japanese food and the English food, that kind of thing coming on. Then if I lost my Japanese passport, then I have no choice to go back. But if I keep in there as a permanent residence, still I have no boat and anything, any proper citizenship in this country. But still, I hope they're not going to kick, kick me out. Yes. Um, where is home if home is a place or if is it a place is it a feeling 
It's that's the thing is really tricky because at the moment my family is everybody in a three different part because my son now left and he's living in a, in a boarding school so he's not there and my husband is actually in King's Lynn living there and I'm in Grantham so we he's my son is London and I'm in Grantham and my husband in King's Lynn and then so we all three separate. And then we don't know. We three of us were just where is our home? So that's the thing is now we're thinking about is it my, is it Japan's home? His home? In even in England we're not sure. So that kind of thing is and the thinking about my mother in law, she getting older and she's she is a little bit showing that kind of old person's dementia type of forgetful things so we have to consider that as well as my mum is also getting old so where should I place myself into that situation so that's the thing is then once I decided that could be I can call home I think but i more likely very flexible if every time everybody gets together that's my home that's I feel these days <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> yes. What is your uh, what is your connection to the Japanese community here? Is there a connection? Mm, not obvious connection, but because I'm teaching Japanese at school and to children, so I'm normally have a connection with the Japan Foundation, that, that kind of thing that people who can supply for the resources for the teaching material or or seminar or workshop they can supply. So that cultural or that kind of connection but first first couple of years it's like a, if you see the same nationality it's immediately it has to be a friend that kind of thing hello are you Japanese yes Japanese we are friend but with and then then few years later like I said we never be friendly if we eat everything in the same country so it's not nothing to do with the nationality we call friendship so that's now blur so any any time if I can get on with somebody that's my friend so it's, I never, yeah, I don't, I don't ask the nationality if, if they can speak Japanese. That's great, but still, yes, I'm becoming borderless, I think. So you think you might go back to Japan at some point? Yes, yes. That's As in to stay? That's the thing is at the moment, because I'm doing the master degree at the moment, and then I, my dissertation coming next year, and my aim is I'm doing the research for the both country, and how, my, my specialty is a translation, so translation, and how those two culture can translate, not just language, as culture translation. So somehow I want to connect those two and that I can be mobilized both two countries. So I don't need to say I have to stay one country forever. So I, because my son is half Japanese, half English as well. So I don't know where he's going to live because at the moment he's so much, he wants to be a composer, conductor, that kind of, he's a music world. So he will be anywhere in the world. So I said, uh, it, 
Yeah, if I can travel everywhere, I, I my idea ideally is I ha- I have home in Japan, home in England, so I can go swap over both. Yes, and I can look after both mother-in-law and mother <laughs> at the yeah. same time. So that's 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 the I how can I achieve that? That's the, my but, aim. Yes. Yeah, the goal. Yeah, that's a goal. That's a goal. <laughs> yes. So borderless care. <laughs> yes. Because you feel always some some kind of a guilt. It's you yeah. can't be with that person and with 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 family and that person. So if I can be a reason to swap over both, yes, then the financially and the mentally, physically, then that's that's uh, yeah. lovely. Yeah. That's lovely. So yes, if even though I can't do physically, even the internet now you can do the Skype and those that way you can communicate each other. So I, my, my great idea is that if I can go be, be there physically, then but some system there, to, I can communicate as a Skype, but somebody there to do physical thing with that person I want to be with, that kind of, some kind of communication, yes. Yes, because not many people talk about the sense of guilt that mm. some people have in, mm. you know, being in one country when you've got loved ones in another mm. one and you could be there mm. but you can't be there and that mm. constant negotiation mm. between your choice mm. and the people you've mm. left behind or the people that you might leave behind mm. in another... Um, yeah. I think it's quite a common feeling yes, for a lot it is, of people. It is. And I think Japan's very far away, like Mexico is also very far away because I think, I, I, I don't know and correct me if I'm wrong, but... Uh, but I think when you are European, like when your family, I am sort of European too, but when, like when, when your family is based in Europe and you are in Europe as well, mm. you're kind mm. of not that far away. Mm. Like you mm. can go back yeah. more often and it's not that expensive yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I think when you are as far as Japan or as Mexico, mm. then you can't really go back that... If you don't have the mm. money to do yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. it's quite difficult to go back that often. And I... And, my family do mm. kind of mention it, you know? It's all yeah, like, well, yeah. but you're not here. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. haven't been here. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. it's kind of like, if I didn't feel guilty, mm. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, it, it is something that does, every time I go back, mm, mm, it is something that mm. comes up. And, yeah. and, and like you said, with the internet, yeah. um, now I talk to my mum nearly every day because mm. of the internet. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but she's like, oh yeah, but 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 you're not here, and I'm like, yeah, but I talk to you more more than most people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We do have a yeah. relationship, even yeah. if I'm not there. But it's it's tricky. I think it like, is. It's it difficult. Is, it is really difficult. It's it's. We don't need to feel guilt for that. But still, it's like a, my mum two months ago. She been she bitten by her dog, and she because in the middle of the night she been bitten, and then in here is lunchtime. So she first contacted me because other people is asleep. So and then she just crying in, in front of the camera. Oh, I've been bitten by dog. What to do? Oh my gosh, mother, go to your hospital. But I don't want to go to hospital. And it's midnight. I don't want to disturb anybody. And then, and then I, I can't do anything about it. But she, she has to go to hospital. But I can't do anything. So I try to <laughs> almost arrange the ambulance through the internet. But she said, don't do it. And then she just cut it. So I can't do anything about it. So that kind of thing. <laughs> what yeah, to do? And then, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it is really difficult. 
And after that, that injured, and she has to recover. And oh, I can't use my hand. Blah, 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 blah. My, my sister has to help, and my sister got the little children. And the, she's, oh, you're just talking to her, isn't you? I have to physically come to here to look after my mother. <laughs> yes, sorry, it's complicated. Yes, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. sorry, sister, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, you got to do the, all the leg job, and I'm just talking to. Yes, just lip service. There's a lot of yeah, negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yes. More your mother and their parents getting older. It's, it is suddenly like a hit, like a lash. It's before, when you're young in the university, the 20s, you like, feel like, yeah, I just freedom, my life is like, what to do? I want to do something special type of that kind of that lightness. But now you feel, my mother-in-law, my mother, and my, my husband, and all my children, all the kind of thing is, is like, a, like a drug me down, that I have to think those things before what I wanted to do. So it's like an emotional pulling, pulling yeah, yeah, pulling everywhere. So how can I be myself as well as put up my own That's a big question. <laughs> yeah, yes. That a yes. lot of people share. Yeah, yeah, whether they're immigrants or not. Yeah, yeah, I know. Universal. But more your distance and the yeah. and then because I came here for twenty years later. That before that is I was not married. I was single girl. So my mum never experienced I was married and have children. That kind of she she didn't witness with me. So she could not. She she sort of understanding, but she still could not understand deeply what I was the going journey, yeah. journey. So that thing is really feel not, not frustrated. It's just feel it's how can I convey my mum this I am not the person before and I'm changed completely, but that's not tragedy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she she feel like a tragedy. That's why she keep on saying that you are Japanese. You are Japanese. You should behave more Japanese way and stop doing that kind. But mum, I'm, I'm I'm a Japanese. Yes, but I am evolved from that. Yes, like I'm Pikachu. I'm now Raichu. That kind of like a Pokemon evolved. So so you love the Pokemon. <laughs> so you have to accept me as a new form of me. But but because all people. Or people who are expecting that in a little small world is it's really difficult. difficult, and so that thing is even my friends more fluent to other worlds still got some kind of particularly female friend actually male friend is more because they are more conscious with that society maybe but female friends once they're married and get children and they're quite a convention. Yes, it's so, so so much. My, my younger sister actually very much. I, I'm shocked because she was living in Singapore for seven years. So I thought she was more open, but because her husband is Japanese and she was living in Singapore in Japan. So 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 that kind of thing. So now she's living in Tokyo and she got two daughters. And but her view is very Japanese still. And I thought she lived there outside of the country, so she can understand what I meant. But it's not. So that kind of thing is quite shocking. And then how still Japanese people are not really open up as a... I think it's language barrier and the cultural barrier everywhere there. But, but it's people like you and the yeah. experiences that you mm. share and the work you do yeah. also with translation yes. that will help. 
Yes, that's that's the thing. I want to communicate it more rather than just just like a next year Tokyo Olympic coming on, and and Japanese government is all mantras how wonderful our com- it's Japanese government called Cool Japan strategy. It's like how cool Japan is. That kind of it's nationalistic, very nationalistic mantra going through, and then I just feel so uncomfortable about this kind of thing. Yeah, so I try to communicate more deep down how people living outside Japan is also Japanese and they're not kind of way of you have to categorize in that yeah, kind of you're, thing. So, you're still yeah. Japanese. Yeah, 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 I'm still Japanese, yes. Yeah, so that kind of thing, yeah. Mm. I have another question. Is, is England... So... The country that you found mm. when you arrived mm. and in these years, mm. is it the one that you had hoped for? Mm. Did it match your expectations of this place? Mm, kind of, but I didn't have that much expectation before because I traveled before quite a lot. So basically, when I was university, I really loved traveling all the world. So I'm backpack, I'm going to everywhere. Oh. So I stayed in India, I stayed in America, I went to all over the country, basically. So, so I sort of have a kind of clue about what kind of expectation there. And I didn't choose to come to England. It's, this is another accident. <laughs> it's because I, I was fed up my job. I was working in travel agency and I was very fed up my job. And then I just searching through all those kind of travel guides and the kind of thing. And I find something like a volunteer job kind of thing. So I just, oh, look at that. The address is, oh, next door, the next building, the, the office there. So I just went to there and said, hello. And then I talked to them and they said, oh, that's, that's a good idea. But I'm not intent to quit my job to do the volunteer. But the one day they call me and somebody who doing that, that job, that damage had bag. So, and they need somebody quick replacement. <laughs> Can you do it? You know, gosh. And, so, and then because that agency has to pay for the, the, the register fee on the but I said, if you don't need to pay the register fee, I'm going to, say, I'm going to take it that job. Then, then this, they said, okay, no register fee. That's that's the way I come to. So I never oh, intend okay. to. Okay, so it's wow. accidental. Wow. Yes, very accidental. So I quit the job, and the three days after, I went to England. So. Wow, <laughs> wow, and then you stay. Yeah, yeah. So like everything like happen, happen, happen. I just take it, take it, take it. That kind of way. So I never thought deeply about it. So. Well, Yuka, thank you so much for my sharing pleasure, your my stories yeah. <laughs> and your views on nationalism, on identity. Yeah. Thank you so much for yes, being my with pleasure. us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. If you want to get in touch, tweet us at worldly underscore women. We would love to hear your comments.